Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 283, I unveil my predominant good feeling word for 2022. Using the framework created by Nadia Rennie, I explain what actions I plan to implement throughout my daily and weekly life in order to honour my feelings and needs for my intention and purpose in 2022. In previous episode, 277, I explained how I found this process valuable in 2021 and I promised you that I would share my word and strategies to live an intentional and conscious life that embraces this word for this year. So here it is. This is my empowered version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. This episode is partially about me sharing my process and action planning for my good feeling word for 2022. so that you can learn and understand how you might be able to implement this process. So I'm hoping that by me sharing my journey that you could learn how you might be able to do that yourself. But also it's equal part accountability. I'm sharing my word and my intentions with you to hold myself accountable. Um, It's like the idea of an accountability partner Um, Obviously, I don't necessarily know each and every one of you who are listening, but verbalizing it and sharing my words means that I've put it out there. I've, I've committed to this and that level of commitment helps me then feel accountable. So if you decide to go through this process and you like the idea of an accountability partner, shoot me a message via one of my social channels or email me at amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au and tell me your word. Verbalize your intentions. Let me know how you plan to take action to implement change because that might help you in a similar way. Okay, so without further ado, uh, I feel like I need a drum roll here. My word for 2022 is empowered. And the definition of empowered, as just a straight definition, is to have the knowledge, confidence, means or ability to do things or make decisions for oneself. So that sounds a little bit dry. But taking it a little bit further, personal empowerment is really what I'm looking about or what I'm looking to achieve. And that is about taking control of your own life and making positive decisions based on what I want to do, what I want to learn um, and how I want to grow. It's closely linked to attributes like self-esteem and self-confidence, but true empowerment. So my version of what I'm looking at is going to come from converting intention into action. So and that's a critical bit for me. I want to convert intention into action. I would like 2022 to be a year of positive action, empowered action. 
And I'm going to focus on three areas within that empowerment. I've, you know, I've got three key areas that I want to focus on in that empowerment. And that is financial empowerment, emotional empowerment, and physical well-being empowerment. So using the process that Nadia has her worksheet, there is a link in the show notes to this. I have linked it in previous episodes as well. Um, I've gone through and written out some things or articulated some things and given myself parameters around what actions I will take, what I will do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, you know, in that really thoughts um, to action process. Nadia's worksheet suggests that you write down these three things. What are you going to stop doing? What will you reduce doing or what will you do more of? So for financial empowerment, I am going to stop making excuses. I don't have a great relationship with money or financial empowerment or positively managing my money. Uh, This is not uncommon for women. I'm really going to take responsibility for that. I'm going to take control of it. I'm going to look at how I will feel more comfortable with money. So I will stop making excuses. I will stop procrastinating, stop putting it off as something that's too hard or I don't understand. They're all just excuses. Um, It is hard for me and I don't understand it because I haven't put the work in. So I will stop making excuses. I will stop putting it off and... Um, in the more I'll get to that but first of all I will also reduce bad spending patterns or habits that are based on lack of informed you know um, insight and management of my finances so I'll stop making the excuses stop putting it off and I will therefore you know start implementing more understanding and reduce bad spending patterns and do more, I will increase good positive money management. I will educate myself. I will lean into financial conversations. I will connect with people that are going to support me in this journey. I'm not suddenly going to become a financial expert myself. I am going to spend time and money and effort connecting with the people that could help support that. I will buy books, um, potentially go and do an online course. So there is a range of actions that I've started to list out of the things that I can do. I will budget. I can't tell you how much I cringe. And that's bad. That is not going to help me with financial empowerment. So part of my financial empowerment is I am going to positively embrace budgeting. I'm going to do this though. It is my word, it's my intention. And I know that Achieving this financial empowerment will make me feel more confident and improve my self-esteem. So no more excuses. I'm going to lean into this with positive excitement. I'll come back to you on that one. But that is, that's part one of my empowerment. Part two, emotional empowerment. So that is really building on my word for last year, which was joy and tapping into positive feelings. And so I really want to make sure I continue that joy. But one of the great things, and I talked about this in a recent episode that came from my emotional journey and and tapping into joy was this realization that I have an ability for duality and, and different people call it different things. But 
really that part of emotional empowerment was I can have a bad year that's full of struggles and emotional challenges and feel pain and betrayal and hurt and have those feelings and then do the work to, you know, on the same day sometimes, simultaneously feel joy and real joy, true joy and excitement and pleasure. So we have this incredible capacity to do multiple things and to feel multiple things. And so I'm going to continue that work. To do that, I will stop getting caught in negative thought loops. This is hard. I spent a lot of time working on that last year as well and I will continue that. Stop the negative thought loops. You know, when I do manage that, and it isn't all the time, it is really powerful because it's incredibly it's incredible how downward spiraling a negative thought loop can take you and how much it can impact you and your well-being. So I will focus on stop doing that, which and that just consciously thinking of that is a powerful tool, reminding myself that that's what I'll do. So then when it happens, I go, ah, here it is, and I'm going to stop that. Writing that down, having that on that list of intentions for this year is already empowering. Here I am, living the word. I will reduce things that negatively impact my emotional well-being. Now, this is again, writing this down and going consciously being aware of. What are the things that negatively impact my well-being? And often it might be people or conversations or um, a set of circumstances. The more I'm aware of those things and and are becoming raising my awareness of my emotional well-being, the easier it is to become of those aware of those things. So I'm going to reduce that. I'll recognize that and go, hey, no, this is a situation, a conversation, a scenario, whatever it is, I, I will remove myself from that. So I, I will be writing down my list of those things and work to reduce them. What I'll be doing more of to support my emotional empowerment is more time with self for me, that's tailored specifically for time to reflect on where my emotions are at, to, to take time to meditate, to clear space. Because actually in meditation, which is the idea is to not get caught in your thoughts. But I find that as a result of that space and the time, that then there, it enables me to create a clarity around my thoughts and feelings. And another part of the emotional empowerment, more time with self, is that if I do recognise that I might be getting, getting caught in th- thought loops or I do need to reduce things that are negatively impacting my emotional well-being, I will seek help for that, external people. I'm not going to put all of that responsibility on myself. So counselling was really um, important for me throughout last year and I will continue that and you know, I encourage people to seek help from others, whether it be your friends or through family, friends, support networks, just to articulate how you're feeling. That can be powerful. But taking a step further and, you know, giving yourself the respect to get somebody who's professionally trained and who can help you with your emotional well-being is something I cannot articulate strongly enough of how powerful and important that is. You are worth that so I I will do that if I need that Um, and I have and I will continue to 
build that into my emotional empowerment. The third element of my intention for, for 2022 is physical well-being empowerment. Now, I wanted to be really clear with myself and therefore articulating this to, to you, my listeners, is that that doesn't mean just fitness. Now, previous, I, I am a runner and I've talked about this before and I love running. It is incredibly powerful for me, powerful for me in well-being. But in 2022, I want to take a much broader look at physical well-being. So that's an empowerment. If we're going back to, you know, having knowledge, confidence and means or ability, I want to extend and expand my understanding and my commitment to physical well-being and it's much more than just running and you know how that might manifest in body shape or size this is about a very much in a physical internal um, well-being and I think that we miss a bit of that, particularly for women. I'm in my 40s. You know, I want to really make sure that I am setting myself up, giving myself great foundations for really strong health and well-being for, you know, you know, many years to come, hopefully. Um, so what am I going to stop doing? Well, one of them is stop going to bed late. I have said this before and it's something I really struggle with. I want to get better sleep patterns. If you have any advice or tricks to make you <laughs> make me go to bed earlier, I'd love to hear that. Um, but I will, I will try and set myself a challenge. So this daily, weekly challenge is really good. I like, I like a goal and a challenge. So I'll start by setting a weekly challenge of setting myself a bedtime and putting myself to bed in time and see how I go with things like that. I want to reduce um, excuses uh, around putting off my health. So there are times when I ignore my body's symptoms. Um, something might be going on, you know, uh, gut health is something I'm investigating and looking at at the moment and have been. Um, but, you know, getting in tune and taking action so that I don't put things off, booking appointments with doctors and professionals and making sure that I reduce the time it takes for me to do that. I need to get better at that and better at prioritizing my physical well-being. The more I really want to educate and learn more about women's health, specifically the interconnected hormone and brain link. So um, I have been reading a lot about Alzheimer's due to family diagnosis and have come across the fact that this is an American statistic, but I know that it's um, resonated and similar in Australia, that in America, two-thirds of the Alzheimer diagnosis are patients are women. And in Australia, I don't know the percentage, but I know that it's a majority female um, diagnosis in Alzheimer's. And that there is studies, they're um, relatively new, so they're still researching and working in this place, but that the, re the decrease in hormones that happen through menopause is potentially linked to these increased numbers in Alzheimer's. But there are a whole range of areas that hormones um, impact well-being and health and 
I really want to understand that space because it's the interconnectedness of our body is incredible and there isn't a lot of this knowledge happening in the women's space. So Alzheimer's, there are a huge number of women that are diagnosed with Alzheimer's and yet we're not having as much public conversation around that as opposed to, say, breast cancer. Um, not, of course, breast cancer is obviously something we want to have conversations around as well, but, you know, these are areas that I want to look into. I want to understand my body at a deeper level, at an internalized level and know what I should be doing. I, you know, I understand about healthy eating and exercise. I want to go deeper in that. That will be part of my physical empowerment for 2022. So already reading books like The XX Brain and looking into things that I can do for that on a regular basis. So that's my word. They're my areas that I'm going to work on um, to really embrace my intention and purpose for 2022. I've also chosen a spirit animal, which is fun, um, just because I wanted to. And that is the phoenix. And so the phoenix is an immortal bird. Uh, it's a, a mythological immortal bird that's associated with Greek mythology um, that has this ability to regenerate or be born again. It's associated with the sun um, and rising from the ashes. Uh, so to rise like a phoenix from the ashes means to emerge from a challenge, stronger, smarter and more powerful. 2021 was a challenging year and I am going to rise from that stronger, smarter and more powerful. I'm going to be empowered in 2022 and it is going to be a great year. I'm excited for the opportunities and where my intention and purpose for empowerment will take me. So as I mentioned earlier in the episode, if you would like to share your intention word with me, please do. I, I would love to connect and hear um, about that with you. And I just wanted to read a little bit from Nadia's worksheet just as a final thought for you to think about um, at the end of this episode. Uh, she says, there is nothing you can't heal or change. There is no situation that can't be improved with some attention and self-care. Remember how you feel about yourself is everything. You get this life to be and do what you choose. Life was meant to be wonderful. You are enough as you are right now. The only limitations you have are your negative beliefs. But lucky for you, your beliefs are just a repeated thought that can be changed. So let's do this. Um, and I look forward to hearing from you about your word, intention and purpose for 2022. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop. 
And look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.